0: This is a podcast from Rover. Hello, welcome in. You are locked on Road Exchange, the show known as Rex here on Today FM. If you're listening on the wireless, and of course, you can listen to the podcast anytime on the Rover app as well. All the thanks to Carter's Tyres, the agricultural tyre specialist. Visit carterstires.co.nz or call 0800 for carters. Of course, over the last couple of days, if you've been down at the Wanaka AMP show, you might have seen the Carter's Tyres ambassador, Richard Lowe. Uh swanning around in his big Ford Ranger, and he'd no doubt uh, love a bit of a yarn as well. But Carter's tyres have been the backbone of this show since 2017. Uh, coming up on the show, we're going to be talking to Silver Ferns Farm CEO Simon Limmer, and we'll also talk to Terra farmer uh, Max Tweedy. Looking forward to that. And we also profile author and farmer uh, Loshni Manikim. That's all coming up here on uh, Rex Rural Exchange, the Sunday edition. Hamish Mackay and Bex Greaves' team, we're going to kick straight into it. Uh, you may remember Craigmore Farms took out last year's Fonterra Responsible Dairying Award at the NZ Dairy Industry Awards. Uh, one of the key philosophies is that there is no single perfect system. They adapt the farm system on each of their 22 farms to suit the environment and the people. With entries closing for this year's Responsible Daring Award at the end of the month, we've decided to catch touch base with uh, Stuart Taylor. And Stuart's the General Manager of Farming at uh, Craigmore to see where things are at. Uh, Stuart, good morning. How are you? Thanks, Rex. How you doing? Yeah, good, How good, you? good. Yeah, no, great. Thank you very much for joining us. Actually, I quite like the name Rex. I'll take that, Stuart. That's all right. That's <laughs> quite, I quite like it. Uh, so 22 Farms, uh, you've got your work cut out, fella. You're a busy man.
1: Uh, there's always something to do, though. We've got, got a great group of guys uh, and girls working on the farms. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So
2: yeah. As the general manager, Stuart, just I wasn't on the show when we had you on last time. Um, what's your role? Do you, you, you know, like you out and about on farm or are you kind of more coordinating the, the people on the farm?
1: Uh, it just depends on where I need to be. Um, sometimes I'm out on farm, um, helping the guys out. There's a tractor just going past now, out on one of the farms. Um, other, other times I'm um, more based around the office, just making sure um, oh, the plan's right, the, the culture's right for the group, um, we're heading in the right direction and kind of just thinking about what's coming up next.
0: Sounds a bit like you, Bex, you know. You have your Friday and your week, a bit of weekend time in the radio studio and then you're out in the land as well. Nice balance. A, a nice balance, Stuart. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's good. And I've got my own, we've got our own farm down in oh, Wakanoe just outside of Ashburn, 800 oh, yep. cow farm down
0: there. Yep, oh, you are a busy man. Okay, um, what does it mean to adopt farming systems to suit the environment and the people?
1: Kind of... Um kind of of every farm's a little bit different they're they're all really special special in their own right Um, and you have to look at the farm and go what's the farm system that's going to best suit this this farm or this property you know how's how she set up Um, she's got irrigation or has she got shedding or feed pads and you and you look at the property and go this is the most sustainable system on this farm uh, with the technology we've got at the moment and then uh, as you know every farm is a little bit different. Are really unique characters, and you and you try and match the farm system that suits that person. You get farmers that really love uh, cows, and um, you try and base the system around being really profitable and sustainable around the cow. Some of the guys really love people, and they often run maybe bigger teams or multiple farms, uh, and you base the farm system around uh, around people. Other times, um, and sometimes it's the really intense farmers or intelligent farmers. They love those higher in- input systems, so then it's about uh, having a system that's based around that part of their personality. And and then then you look at the um, externalities of that system and, and how do we contain or control the outputs uh, from that farm, the effect it has on the environment. So it's uh, every farm, every farmer, and then how does that interact with its environments.
2: I think that's really lovely, you know the temptation would be when you've got 22 farms there's a, that's a lot to keep, uh, keep across you know, um, it, would, it would be easy to just have a sort of a one, one size fits all but I guess then you wouldn't get the most out of your properties. Um, you guys obviously use a lot of technology and innovation on farm, do you think that that sort of stuff is applicable to smaller farmers or is tra- translates to smaller farms if you're interested in that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, it definitely does. It definitely does, especially if you've got a passion and that sort of stuff. Um, but I, I think as a larger entity, it's our responsibility to trial some of these new innovations first. We can um, take, a risk, take a risk and put that innovation on one of our farms, uh, understand whether it works or not, uh, and then share it across the rest of our farms, but also share that with New Zealand agriculture. Um, yeah, as a larger entity, I see that's our responsibility to lead that change. Show others what can be done, because there's a bit of risk around those new technologies. They they never get perfect straight away; it takes a bit of time, and they they tend to get better and cheaper over time as well. Yeah, but it, so you, I, I think you it's guys really obviously... important that it's really important that we back those new technologies and help them come through. So we've got Eco Pond installed on in our farm uh, just uh, this calendar year. It came through in February. Um, what's an e- I, what's an Eco Pond? Eco pond that's come out of Ravensdown, so that uh, treats the effluent system, so that uh, takes okay. away the methane from the effluent. That's so about five percent of the farm's uh, carbon equivalents, and a, and a hundred percent of the methane that comes off effluent.
2: And you've you've also tried trialled halter on one of your farms, I understand. How, how's that gone?
1: It's it's gone well. It's a it's a real really interesting new technology. Uh, got that on one of the Colverdon farms so that's around augmenting with people, getting people efficiency on farms as well as um, yeah, perfecting their the uh, animal welfare and health
0: dynamics as well. Do, do you think that that's a uh, trial that you might be looking to extend given the su- success of Holtus so far?
1: Possibly, we've got another year there to analyse it and then we'll go from there. We've got um, also on another farm next door we've got Smack Tech Bolus so that's out of Europe so that's a uh, an electronic bolus that sits inside the cow and monitors the health. Uh, there's what? there's Omni Eye, so that's a, a camera that measures body conditions on a daily basis, as well as finds lame cows, tells the farmer. We've had cows are lame. We've had those
2: guys those guys on the show, yep. and that sounded really interesting. Mm,
1: yeah, mm, mm. yeah. So th- there's lots of this technology coming, and if you're really interested in in it as a small farmer, smaller farmer, then uh, embrace it. But it's actually okay just to wait to see how this technology rolls out, and then and then pick the win- winner once it's been perfected, and and then go go with it. Then
0: must be That's a hell of an part interesting. being that fast forward. Yeah, and a really interesting yeah. part of your job, that Stuart. All that uh, assessing this technology and 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 the improvements that it can potentially bring.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's just part of being a farmer. The way you have a farm yeah. system, and then you keep trying to find a better way of doing it. That's all that New Zealand farmers have ever done, have they?
0: Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what we're really good at. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly. Hey, do you have any? Um, Bang do, you have, on. Yeah, do you have any automated automated? You know, those Dutch systems? Any where you don't actually, with the cows milk themselves?
1: No, we don't have any robot milkers. Um, I guess I guess what we're looking for is is a system that, and that's way out there, but a robot that puts cups on that you can just put pull on cups on in a rotary cow shed. That's the next big change system for New Zealand. The the robot systems work on a on a smaller farm scenario, two hundred cows, but probably not as applicable in New Zealand yeah, as it I, is in Europe.
0: Yeah, I've seen one in the Northern Manor yep. too in the Martin Block with a, but I think about three hundred and eighty cows on that farm, yep. and yep. It, it goes pretty, it goes well, it does go well, it works for it works for them. But um, yes, yeah, so you're saying the cups on and a rotary shed, that'd be the uh, that'd be the that's the dream, eh?
1: That's the game changer for New Zealand dairy industry. Yeah, you got fa- uh,
0: cups on and cups off. How, yeah, how close is that? How do you know? How, where is the technology at in terms of that?
1: Not, I'm not sure. I knew uh, there, there was a couple of crowds that were, were working on it, but uh, I haven't seen anything recently.
0: Yeah, that 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 would be a tough one. I mean, watching this this robotic automated yep. system up in the Northern Manor two was just fantastic to watch. But how ha- um, there's quite a bit of, if you like, uh, machinery uh, around it happening, like in terms of the use of space. Um, in terms of the arm going in and the cleaning happening and then coming out and then the cups Mm. going in. So, yeah, getting it into a shed, that'll be interesting. Um, Mm. I imagine Mm. um, whoever comes up with the idea will be able to retire tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, let's talk about uh, the Responsible Dairy Awards and and the importance uh, of them. Um, And you certainly encourage people to get involved.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's a nice process. You get to interact with um, other people thinking the same as you, trying to discover new ways of being um, sustainable producers of food in New Zealand. Great interaction. Yeah, exposed to the process. Um, Yeah, and of course there's the the prize money that comes out of it as well, the $10,000. That um, uh, we've turned into a scholarship for Lincoln University students. So uh, every year if you've got a project, a postdoctorate, a post-degree um, project around sustainability, you can apply for a $2,000 scholarship. That'll run for the next oh. five years and maybe longer. Yeah. yeah.
2: Fantastic. Can I ask, uh, Stuart, what does it mean to be... responsible? responsibly dairying I'm from a sheep and beef background what sort of things would they be looking for under this I mean you've talked about your responsibility in terms of as a larger entity with trialing new technology and getting that information out does that come into it or is it more around you're actually being responsible in terms of the environment? Yep.
1: We, when we went for the through the process of being judged we actually talked about our health and safety uh, the, the way we try and develop and care for people the way we care for animals and how we interact with our local communities, as well as um, how we um, try and just improve, in an environmental sustainable perspective, uh, the production of of food or milk in New Zealand. So it's uh, right. it's about looking at looking at everything around your farm and and how can we interact with that uh, in a responsible way.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Sorry, Bex, you had another.
2: No, I know. I, that was my last question. I yep. see that the entries close on March the
0: yeah. 31st. Yep. Hamish. Not too far to go. What's that, March 31st? What are we, pretty much three weeks at the most? And, of course, you can, Stuart, people can self-nominate or we can nominate others. So, yeah, every opportunity to to, to be involved.
1: Yeah, and, and just have a go. Um, often farmers don't realise how special what they're doing is. Uh, you kind of see it every day and you're, and you go, oh, everyone else can do that, but that's not actually the case. If you're if you're really passionate about a, a part of your farm or or being sustainable or or responsible, then just put it out there, share it with everyone else, so we yeah. can all all be better.
0: Fantastic, much appreciated. That is Stuart Taylor, General Manager of Farming at Craigmore uh, Craigmore Farms. Twenty two. It's a big operation, isn't it, Bex? I mean, being a GM and and I'd struggle to remember all twenty two farms. I reckon it's sort of. 22 paddocks used to be hard enough.
2: Yeah, yeah. it would have to be a special kind of person. I yeah. think they've got some really good monitoring systems or, uh, again, tech where they can uh, see what's going on on the different yeah. farms and and have transparency as to the performance of them all, you know, that they can share with stakeholders and things. I'd guarantee that there'd be some pretty smart stuff going on in that space too. Yeah. And,
0: and Stuart sounds, and, and you know, just, just by analysing somebody who you're talking to in an interview situation... Uh, sounds like a, a sort of quite laid back, sort of laconic. You know, would just you know take your time. You'd have to be pretty patient in that role, wouldn't you? Just to, to about, but um, clearly very sort of passionate about what he does and and, and sort of procuring a great future. Um, I love I love some of the stuff that's coming in uh, technology wise. Um, it's so bloody exciting. Yeah, I mean,
2: he's, you're right, he did seem to be a pretty relaxed kind of character, but also quite curious. Yes, you know, the te- yeah, The technology, oh. those different things he was talking about, the eco-ponds, which I hadn't heard of, Holter, which yeah. most of us are familiar yep. with now, yep. Omni-Eye we've had on yep. the show, and that electronic bolus on the cow that that was oh. interesting. Yeah. That was from overseas, didn't yeah. you say? Yeah,
0: yeah. Do you know that I'm going to give you the award for the, and it's only the first interview of Sunday morning, but it is the, you know, we are under our second show of the weekend, But the word curious, I think there's a very, very good description. So, you know, I don't know what the award is, maybe it's, you know, I shout dessert at dinner when we're out in in the Manawatu next week at the seedy field days, but I like that.
2: For for good use of the word curious.
0: Yeah, Yeah. no, but a a great way to describe him. Perfect, 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 you know, I'm just, you know, yeah, that's why you're on the show, Bex. Yeah, so. there we go. Righty-ho. Uh, coming up next, uh, Professor Peter Kemp out of Massey University, and we're going to talk more about this, and they've got this, this uh, situation where they found feeding cows the leafy herb plantain. Plant, the discussion around plantain is ongoing, and uh, it seems pretty good. and can reduce nitrogen leaching from dairy farms by up to 60% and help improve the quality of the country's waterways. We'll talk that next with uh, Professor Peter Kemp at a Massey University.